a football team doesn't say, we're the Super Bowl champions. We don't need to look for any new receivers. We don't need to look for a new quarterback or whatever. You got to figure out those numbers and then use them. Hey, Craig. Let's get into some coffee talk. Hey, I love it. I love doing some coffee talk. Well, you know, talk about what? Dogs, tortoise, whatever. It's coffee talk. Coffee talk. Hello there, Mr. Craig. Hi, Mr. Jason. We've had some technical difficulties the last couple days here. Yeah. It's recording, huh? It's a really good lesson in just going with the things that you can't control and just being okay with it. Truth. Truth. It started (laughs) making me think about... (laughs) Things that don't work out so well. So I want to share one of those things that didn't work out so well recently. Okay. So our agency lost a producer. And in that time frame, we also hired one. Uh So when we hired the new producer, he came in and we usually like them to get their license beforehand. I usually tell them two weeks. In two weeks, study get ready, take the test, do all the online training stuff. And then in two weeks, take the test. Yeah. And then they come in and we'll pay for it and everything like that. So regardless, it's the two to three week mark. And this just reminded me of when we did our mass hirings for the last agency. Yeah. There's this like magic time where they come in. It's a great interview. They love the vibe. They like the, right. the agency. And they're super stoked on it. Kind of like when you have that first purchase, right? Yeah. You got that, the purchase butterflies and you love Uh it. But then that does slowly dwindle down. So Uh this guy came on, he was super excited about taking the test, went through that great boot camp that Team Hired had and everything. He was fired up. He didn't pass the test within two weeks. Oh, no. And usually I would just have them come in and say, okay, just take the test next week, but we're going to have you come in and start blah, blah, blah. But I didn't this time. Yeah. And I said, you know what? Let's have you come in the following week. Just take the test next week. Needless to say, that next week, he seemed less fired up. We text him, talk to him. Right. Less fired up. He got sick. This and that happened. Pushed the test back. Then it was like four weeks. Yeah. He seemed even less fired up. Of course, four weeks into it. He's done. Like, right. Guaranteed. If you can't get somebody in there within two to three weeks, they're done. And I knew it too. I was just wanting to see what would happen. And yeah, of course, no, he's uh, the following week after that. Yeah. Ghosted. Yeah. Yeah. You just can't do that. But you have to, like, I don't mind two weeks. I think is max that somebody shouldn't come in the office. Anything past that, you're really running the risk of not having them. They lost the fire. It's almost yeah. like you have to resell them. Or something. They have some. Well, yeah, because it's been all pain and nothing, like no payoff, right? They haven't made any money. Right. They, they're not making any money. They're struggling. And now they're like, shoot, did I make the wrong decision? They get in their head. It's like eject, right? And then yep. there's the other side of it where you bring them on and you can only have them telemarket for so long before they're burned out on that. Right. One hundred percent. And so that. Yeah. So it's almost like the hybrid. It's almost like the two weeks. Then you're coming in and then you have to work minimum of half the time in the agency as a telemarketer. Half the time you can study. But then you have a definitive time frame that you can do that before you get no office study time. And then a definitive time that if they don't have their license, they're out. Right. It's like the if-then variables, right? And then the challenge is, is that, okay, now they've been here a month and a half. They still have a past. And then it's like, ugh, wasted, right? right? But I guess, again, oh. with those things you can't control, I think we need to accept that that's just part of it. Right. 
And I think the other takeaway, too, is we kind of needed someone. We kind of didn't. So that's the only reason why we went and hired one. Right. But if you need, let's say, three producers, you should hire six. I yeah. mean, you guaranteed one out of two isn't going to work out. And if you're really smart, you go to three to one. Yeah. If you really want to do it, right? Yeah, we just made two it offers. Almost, I don't even know if we heard back from either of them. Right. Yeah, and the offers, the other thing. It's even more offers to get the person to say yes. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, that's probably even more like a four to one or five to one. Sure. To find the, the rock star. Right. Yeah, in my offer letter, it has a thing where they have to text me that they're willing to do whatever it takes, this whole thing. And everybody that's been successful here has sent the text. And I like having that right. text because then when they start to check out or it's tough and they're like, I'm not sure, I just show them their text. Say, remember, you said you're going to do whatever it takes. Come on. You got this. I love that. But now so you good. have it. Yeah, because then they remember, it's like it almost rekindles that spark, right? They go back to where they were. And the, again, we talked about it the other day, the way they felt at that moment when they decided they want this job, right? They were all in. Yep. That wears off quickly when there's no money coming in. But then yep. when you're hustling and maybe not hitting bonus or not quite there yet, then it also gets tough. It's like anything, yes. right? The people that get the teledudes, sometimes it takes a little bit longer to get the results. And then it's like this, okay, do I keep going or do I give up? I don't know, man. I mean, right. if I gave up, then I'd have 2 million less premium. Right. Well, 3 million. Yeah, no, that's 100% it. It's just like the sales process. I mean, it is the sales process. So many times we do one thing and if it doesn't work out, we're bummed. Where it's right. like, dude, you got to hire three people if you want one of them to guarantee to work out. And even then you're iffy, right? But if you hire three, you're almost guaranteed to get one. If yeah. you remove the probabilities of the things going wrong, if you remove those things or at least create a situation where those probabilities have backup plans, then you're fine. Yeah. And it's kind of like the reason why we buy so many leads and yeah. we have so many telemarketers and we just have this process because we know leads suck. Right. And it's like, we need a system that guarantees results. Yeah. And the guaranteed results is to a have a process kind of like the hiring, like, like we were talking about with the hiring. We know that the time frames of when people are hot and cold, I mean, we've seen it from doing it so many times. But having a process for that, but then also if you need one thing, don't just do one thing because right. guaranteed, it's, it's just not going to work out every time. Yeah. Guaranteed. So we can't be upset when it doesn't work out because we knew that it probably wouldn't. Yeah. This is why a lot of agents just don't hire. It's that whole avoid pain, right? You're not going to constantly, like I always, like every week we do, we have team hired interviews every week. Even when we're not looking, we're, well... I stopped because we were doing great. I had the same team for such a long time. I got complacent with that, right? Like I accepted this team and thought, ah, this is great. It's going to keep going this way. So you take your eye off of that and energy off of that. Then one drops. You're like, well, it will be okay. Another one. And then all of a sudden, oh no, I got to get on this, right? And so now it's every week and we're just going to keep doing it because even once we're full, you don't know when somebody's going to leave. And I don't want to be in that position of pain that I have to hire because we don't have enough people versus the pain of constantly hiring 
so that we can find somebody better. A football team doesn't say, we're the Super Bowl champions. We don't need to look for any new receivers. We don't need to look for a new quarterback or whatever. Right? They're always looking. If somebody can score more touchdowns, what do they do? They get that guy. See, I don't know much about basketball like you're talking about, but <laughs> I do know that usually I see people on the bench, right? There's backups, right? Yeah. They're paying those people full time and yeah. they're not even playing. Right. So, I mean, it kind of goes into that whole, now that I think about it, it's very similar to like what I was saying. If you're going to hire one, you need to hire three. Yeah. If you need one, you need to hire three. And it's the same thing. If you're at a point where you want a certain amount of people, then you always need to be hiring to make sure that you're filling your pipeline because somebody's going to leave. It's so similar to the sales pipeline too. And you brought it up. But I think we need to look at that one more time because a lot of agents will talk about leads. And I mean, we interact with a lot of agents because of Teledudes. And many agents come in and go, look, I'm going to do 20 leads a day. And then they're not on any of the calls and they're not on any of the like daily calls, right? There's daily calls to go over all this daily, our Wednesday call, the group, all that stuff. And they don't get involved in any of it because it's like, whatever. I don't know. They're busy. And then they will inevitably say, I'm not getting results. Well, you have 20 leads. And I think that we will hope, and I mean, I've been this old Craig was this person, right? We will hope that those 20 leads will get us the results we want, but mathematically they will not get us the results we want because we're going to make contact with 10% of them. Right? So if I buy 20 leads, I have a chance on two, a chance And really, it's only about a 10% chance on two. So if I want to do one quote off of 20 leads, it's going to take a while, right? Right. 20 today, 20 tomorrow, 20 the next day, 20 boom, 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 to get to the 10% of the ones we actually talk to. Now, the contact goes up over time, a lot of different factors. I don't want to bore anybody with numbers, but it's important to accept that. You're going to interview 20 people to get to three that you're going to offer the job to get to one that's going to, that may come. Same thing with the leads. If you want to use leads to grow the book, then you need to buy 100 if you want 10 swings, right? And that's like something that it's hard to get past and accept. But once it's understood, it's like, I would, the old Craig would have said, oh, well, I want to return that one. It had Mickey Mouse. It's like, who cares, right? Move on. That's just part of the breakage. It doesn't matter, right? There's 100 leads. We're going to get a hold of 10 of them. That's just the way it works. Some days we'll get lucky, get a hold of 15 of them. Some days we'll get a hold of five of them. But over time, it's going to work out to a certain number. And once we know that, then we can really create consistency. And that goes for anything, right? That goes for sending mailers. That goes for creating your own Facebook leads, whatever. You got to figure out those numbers and then use them. And then they change, right? Yep. I put you to sleep, Mr. Jason, just like everybody 100%. <laughs> yeah. I would guess with my poor experience or my unfortunate experience, which I don't really care, to be totally honest. But if I really wanted to hire one person, I should have hired three. If I needed that person to be in the office. So I talked to our sales manager and, and stuff the other day, and I just said, you know what? I'm not going to hire one person next time. Like, I I don't think we're going to hire anybody right at this second. But the next time we hire, we're going to hire a a crew of people, have them come in. If they're good, they'll stay and they'll pay for themselves. And if they're not good, they're going to fall away. So, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Never hire one. Yeah. You could really 
build a good crew and feed them enough opportunity where they can ride 30 to 40K. Most, I think, with the right amount of trading, the right amount of leads, the right amount of opportunities, you can get mm-hmm. somebody to 30 or 40K in the captive world. And that's something that we always talk about. It's always better to feed less agents with more leads than to feed more agents with less leads. And I think right. that's the, the problem that we run into when we first start doing this is we always have more agents than leads and no one's really doing a great job. And then you realize it's better to have more leads than agents and kind of waste some leads yeah. and really feed these agents because they can really produce a lot. Like Right. I used to add another one and go, okay, now I'm going to add another one. And then we're really going to work these hundred leads a day or whatever the number is. Right. But all it would do is slice the pie into more pieces. And it's because the contacts don't change. The contacts don't change. Right. right? Like you still have the same number. So the same pipelines happening. Yeah. And again, there's a lot of different pieces. So that's a good coffee talk. That is a good coffee talk. That's a good one. Yeah. So if you need help closing those leads, I mean, not everybody can follow up on them. Live.teledudes.com. And uh, we have a little class that teaches you how to get the most out of your leads and the most out of your sales team. Yep. And you can get the most out of this podcast by clicking the subscribe button right now. Subscribe. What, 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 what? Hey, Jason. Yes, Mr. Craig. That was another awesome episode, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, if people want to get a little bit more action and, and learn how to do uh, write 100000 in premium yes. off of even the worst internet leads, where could they go? They can go to live.teledudes.com. Ooh, that sounds exciting. Are we going to be there? Yes. It's a weekly call that we're doing right now that will – it's live, and it will show you the process. The entire process is super awesome. I love it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Sign up right now. Live.teledudes.com. Live.teledudes.com. That's live.teledudes.com. Hey, Craig, there's a new community that we are starting that I cannot wait to tell everybody about. It is our live texting community where you and I are going to answer people's questions and give them free content right are you kidding me we get to talk to them yeah which is awesome but they have to opt in they have to text us at 520-214-2219 that's 520-214-2219 nice i'm gonna gonna respond to these texts i'm gonna respond to them for sure live i'm into it too it's gonna be awesome and it's a it's gonna be our new texting community where we're gonna get back to everybody that we can and drop some crazy content free content and free um the calculator that you just came up with Mm. that's right the calling calculator sales material i mean everything for insurance agents this is it it's the best texting community out there for insurance agents well what the heck is that number again i can't remember it it's 520-214-2219 that's okay. 520-214-2219. I love it. I'm going to text it right now. 520-214-2219. All right. I'll see you later, Mr. Jason. Bye, Mr. Craig. Wait, do they even listen to this on the radio anymore? <laughs> <laughs>
I love it. I love it. Nice. Uh, all right.